Hello everyone, welcome back to another political recap stream here on the Moisky Live channel. Joining me to talk about some things, no doubt politically motivated, is Trups. Say hello, Trups. Hello, Trups. Is that Dr. Pepper? Diet Pepsi. Oh, really? You're a Dr. Pepper guy. My mistake. I am. I just, I got lazy when I went to the store. Diet Pepsi was right there in the front, and I was like, oh, well, all right, cool. It'll be... Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm glad you uh, shared that with the class. Um, how yes, are you this week? Um, I'm all right. Nothing, yeah. nothing too crazy. Um, nothing, nothing too, you know, exciting to talk about. No. Per se. How about you? Anything for you? Anything interesting? Um, well, uh, I, I built a new desk for my bedroom here because uh, even though this isn't my full time office, um, I did want to replace my desk, um, and uh, so I did that. Um, mm -hmm. I've um, been sorting out um, storage boxes for uh, oh joy, yeah, it's peak excitement. Um, really, um, uh, I've been playing games and trying to work up the effort to make videos. I've discovered the end of January, I had this massive meh feeling, um, which was hardly ideal. So making videos this week was not the easiest, but we got through it. So next week, hopefully, will be better. Um, before we continue, of course, um, thank you to the new followers we have on Rumble. Because if you're a Rumble now and you're watching this on playback, because we do get some views over there, we do appreciate it. We really do. Um, uh, and then, yeah, thank you for that. Um, it's been a bit of quiet week otherwise for myself. Just mostly working, eating lots of chocolate, and working. Because uh, I'm excited. Well, I mean, the chocolate is great. It is. I was eating some just before we started. It was um, Hotel Chocolat, white chocolate, heart shaped with amaretto cream inside. It's amazing. But it I sounds to... very bougie. It. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. I mean, that's good. I'm, I'm I glad that you're okay with your bougie. I, I, I don't get to be bougie very often, so I'll take bougie ah, when bougie relatable. presents its bouginess. Uh, I'm, I'm prepping to go to a gig on Tuesday. I'm going to Glory Hammer in London. Cool. Going yeah, with a friend, he'll be on uh, Monday. He's bringing also, he's also bringing down my new sword and the whiskey I couldn't carry back. Oh yes, I remember this. Yeah, uh, and uh, I also made some, uh, but I bought a chalkboard for my bar. Um, mm -hmm. I have to. Um, I wonder if I can put it on our work server and then show everyone um, a picture of it because um, I I had to put bar rules in place because I know otherwise if I don't have them. I know what Dave's gonna do. Dave will do uh, the opposite. He'll do them. And there was a couple. One's even called the Dave Rule, my friend Dave, because he's an idiot. Uh, he's not an idiot, but he's he's clumsy in a, in a silly way. Uh, I'll I'll go to the screen capture. Uh, ignore that. It's just a rumble. Um, if I go to Discord, let's uh, recap. There we go. I can show it. Here we go. Uh, there it is. Right. So here's the picture. That's the bar. Uh, it's it's called um, the bar rules. I had to introduce some rules quickly. Uh, if you're on Rumble, you might see this. You probably won't. I don't know. Uh, but one of them is called the David rule because where the wolf statue is, there's normally a ceramic heater stood there. Dave opens the bottle uh, with his hand on the cork, left hand going into the ceramic heater. Oh, he, lovely. He, he hit that twice. That's a 200-pound heater. If he knocks it off, I can't replace it. Yep. Um, so I had to introduce the David rule, along with also no licking bar bottles at the bar. I thought, you know, it seemed appropriate. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that. I'm I'm a little sad. You have to make a rule for that. 
I, I am in the context of, I think, highly inappropriate with it there that, you know, I don't want it to interfere with streams because that's normally why we're using the bar. I meant, I meant licking the bottles. I mean, that too. It's just an old joke, but I think when we're streaming, I don't really want to be reaching over to stop him doing it because I won't. I'm not going to do it. I, I mean, I... Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. It's, it's just an old joke between the pair of us, but in the context... No, no, no. I, I mean, way. I understand, I understand, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know smooth it, brain crayon eaters, like, um, I got that. Yeah, yeah, in the context of um, the the bottles, like, we're doing a stream on Wednesday, mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want those licked, straight up. They're too expensive, you can go, no, no, you can get a disinfectant wipe and clean those now. <laughs> <laughs> I licked it, now it's mine. Oh, you, you can't type can't even try that with me. I'd be so angry. I genuinely would mm-hmm. be as well. No, Lick- Orla. Well, that's a bit thirsty. Um, anyway, so the week's been a bit... Uh, over here, there's been... Um, there's been oh, I had, had some sources for this. The UK's been a bit quiet, right? Okay. But it's mostly been based on uh, potential promises from the likes of Labour. Um, mm-hmm. I did see PMQs briefly, and Labour did their usual, I'm going to pwn you with a couple words and make it seem like I'm talking big. Um, mm-hmm. But Labour's main thing right now is kind of mixed messages. Mm-hmm. Because Labour, they have a problem, right? They Their only way to help the people as they see it would be to raise corporation tax. But when Labour did that 14 years ago, uh, when they were mm-hmm. in government... Uh, it caught, it pushed many businesses out of this country and led to a mountain of problems. They had to be tempted back. And of course, when Brexit happened, that caused other issues, but it wasn't uh, a huge deal, really. Uh, but the corporation tax issue is a big one because when the finance sector is such a big part of your economy, the last thing you want to do is punish them for doing a good job too much. Right? right. There's got to be a balance. Of course, there is but it's a very delicate game. Labour, though, have a tendency to go ham on that and hit them hard. However, their current shadow chancellor, uh, Rachel Reeve, um, has promised they're not going to raise corporation tax if they're elected. Now, I think, on the face of this, it is a lie. Because they would have to... Because I can't imagine they're going to be able to raise the money they would need to... and I'll. I'll say the word invest. It's not that at all. It's called throw at until it sticks. It's the Tylenol method. Um, to try and fix these areas of society that need fixing. Don't forget here, they want to spend £9 million on teaching three to five-year-olds how to brush their teeth. Yes, I recall. Uh, which, no, so that's, disappointed. A, that's a massive waste of... Well, I'd rather... If you're going to do that, just buy more toothbrushes. If they don't use it for the teeth, that sounds like a them problem. If the parents haven't taught them... That's probably because mm. their parents never brush their teeth either. Okay. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So their current promise um, is instead to provide stability to business because our new empire. Yeah. Over the last parliament, the um, business taxes have seen twenty-six changes. Now this is actually a big problem because for the Conservatives, it's a fine balance for them to keep their wealthy donors in. But changing the rules or uh, the uh, system so many times is not going to uh, well, it's not going to encourage any support for the Conservatives, who are, well, they're kind of screwed anyway. 
Now, Rachel Reeves says she's going to cap the tax at 25%, but could cut it to boost competitiveness, which is another term that baffles me with Labour, because what I have learnt from Labour when I was a kid is they don't know what competitiveness is. Their, their problems and the way they... I, this is where it's a really different attempt from Labour to be a very different style of party, because when they were new Labour, they just threw money at everything until it resolved what they considered the problem to be, which bred a generation of entitled dickheads who realised all they had to do was pop out a child and be single, maybe, and they'd get a home, and they'd have benefits to live on for as many years as they could. They get more money than somebody working. This version of Labour is apparently trying to be a bit more um, understanding. Too, by the way, well, firms with profits over two hundred and fifty thousand uh, pounds, the tax rate is twenty five percent lower than other ch- companies, uh, other countries, which would be U.S., Germany, France, basically most G seven countries. Um, smaller companies pay then a sliding scale of corporation tax down to nineteen percent. 19% is, oddly enough, that sort of bracket area where I sit on self-employment. It's not a huge deal, but obviously I'm much lower income. But the, the, the way that Labour are framing this makes it seem like they're going to erase the past, like an executive order, you know all about those in your country, and do. just simply try and empathise with the sector they have long not really understood, which I'm quite curious about. It doesn't make me want to vote for them, just to be clear, because just because I'm curious doesn't mean I'd be, uh, uh, well, I wouldn't want to enable a risk. I need to know what the plan is. And this plan so far seems to be using terms like striking the correct balance between the needs of our public finances and the demands of a competitive global economy, which tells me you're going to be the arbiter of <coughs> truth. Um, and I don't, I don't know... That doesn't make me want to vote for you just because you think you can be the arbiter of truth. It's an appeal to authority. Rachel Reeves is not qualified for that. Not that Jeremy Hunt, the current Chancellor, is any better, quite frankly. He's only there, basically. He, he is Chancellor in name only until they're, until they're voted out of office, and they, well, later this year. Uh, around the time your uh, former President gets found guilty in a court, which we'll get to in fact, I'm sure. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah, well, he said it himself, I believe. Uh, it's quite funny, really. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, I should say hello to people in the chat. Hello, Julia. Julia, hello. Traps. Hello, Orla. Uh, and hello, Bri. Hope you're well. Uh, it's probably about brushing teeth. They should be doing a targeting parents. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good idea, but £9 million is definitely not worth it, um, to be honest. Uh, and um, where's Wildling? She is out with her father having dinner. I think there's a there's a there's a real there's a real problem with the culture mm. um, in in the country if your government so much as thinks that even having a an effort to encourage proper hygiene is is a necessary thing because that that would have been something that you know your parents would teach you right like as it, a kid growing it, up this is something that your parents should handle. To be honest, I'd expect it to be treated like the intro to walking into a Shawshank prison. Just before you go into school, you have to strip off. They they, they hose you down and then throw the freaking powder on you. Yeah? De-louse, oh. The delousing, yeah? And then you get to go to uh, class. Not as familiar, but sure, why not? Okay. It's the old-fashioned thing of making sure someone's clean before they go into a prison. 
It's a nanny oh, state enthusiasm thing. Have you not seen Shawshank Redemption? Uh, it's been a hot minute, dude. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. It's on every year at Christmas, because apparently it's a Christmas movie here. Sure, why not? <laughs> I, I have it on my YouTube, so I, I quite like it. But it's that point of, if the government could mandate it so a child would have to go into a school, have a shower at the school, brush their teeth at the school, and they'd be checked by someone, they would do it as well. But at the mm. same time, they don't actually care. They just want to be seen pretending to look like they're doing something. Throwing £9 million at brushing your teeth is just a pointless way of making billboard signs and advertising. You may as well be making a movie. These are the things that British people do wrong. And it would be a one, it'd be a YouTube short. It would be one word, existing. That's, that's what the British people need to um, fix. This theory hurts my brain. Yeah, well, the British uh, governments, uh, past, present, and the inevitable future, don't quite grasp what freedom is. They never have, because they've always wanted to micromanage. They're the parent that watches you put spread on your sandwich and tells you when you've taken one too many biscuits out of a jar. Yeah, they're that kind. They're not the ones that give yeah. you that... that um, they don't like to give you leeway. And I find that quite tragic and embarrassing. It's why I've tried my best over the years to be as far removed from being, you know, in, in like out and about as I can be. I just don't want to engage with this absolute crap. Um, I thought I'd start with that. There is also another thing that Labour are doing to contradict themselves. It concerns uh, their pledge, a twenty-eight billion pound uh, pound pound green wow. investment pledge. Now. Labour is committed what they claim to be a greater public investment. So basically, they're going to borrow shitloads of money off gilts, up the interest that we have to pay on these gilts, and our, our GDP is going to go plummeting because of it, because of the interest we're paying on it, uh, just so they can be seen looking good for the first five years, and they can be voted out, because they would have done something, but not at the same time, and then austerity comes back. They're, they can't. He can't, though, now... He had previously promised this... Um, green investment, which is why the 28 billion you know, it comes around but when Rachel Reeves addressed this she said all policies have to be consistent with our fiscal rules what fiscal fucking rules? If they're as bad as what Corbyn's were four to five years ago they're going to be like vague statements of oh we've got these seven pillars of wisdom, you must now abide these terms for it to be a fiscal rule, like shut the fuck up you just you rubbed a rubbed a lamp, haven't you? Expecting a bloody genie. Hello, Lisa, and hello, Leona. Um, so, so I guess my my only question is actually as a more of an observation thing. Mm. Um, but have you seen what what has been your observation regarding your country's um, overall like GDP economy? How is it right now? Because this is actually a very curious thing that I have. Going as on. far as I was aware, we were supposed to have gone into a recession multiple times. Mm-hmm. Interest has gone up. I've seen mortgages, for some in many areas, go up. But that's always matching uh, the ridiculous skyrocketing cost of living in those areas. Um, mm-hmm. So if you ignore London, things are a bit different. But then you go to seaside towns, it's gone up in a number of key areas. But then that's also because of the way the economy has gone, um, it has stymied a lot of development. Take, for example, there's a, a seaside town um, that I don't go to because I think it's crap called Folkestone. 
and mm-hmm. they're building these uh, flats uh, right by the seafront, in fact. Some of these flats, one bedroom one, would cost £350,000, whereas a penthouse in that same building would cost £3 million. Folkestone okay. does not have a cost of living to justify that cost. I promise you that. that No, Folkestone is nowhere near that expensive. You could buy all of Folkestone for £3 million. It's an absolute dive, okay? It's a shithole, mm. all right? You could buy about 100 houses for that money because it is a genuine dump, okay? And um, so that problem, because it, it's been building, but it's stopped because they, they, just, they just they haven't been able to keep up with the uh, expense side. But they've also got other things to build towards it. But it's the cost mm-hmm. of all the materials now going up as well. So mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware, the economy's not doing great. It, it, the government continue to claim it's going up, but it's not because interest is still going up. The only thing I've seen fluctuate on a regular is the cost of fuel. That seems to go up and down, up and down, up and down. But it's really, um, it's really complicated to to know as far as the whole nation, my area. It seems mm. to be a case that what people are doing to stop the cost of living hurting is reducing the size of the food you can buy. Something as simple as going to a bakery and buying a donut. The donuts are half the size. It's mm-hmm. it's a two bite donut as opposed to four and a past. Um, right, and that that that's that's well, where the I'll, real damage is. I get because now people are being more restricted in what they can get. Well, okay. The reason why I asked is because we've had a very interesting, contradictory sentiment being expressed in the states yeah we have we have a bunch of individuals who will go on economists who will go on news agencies you know your typical <coughs> money shows that mm-hmm. that air they're all saying that the um our economy is great like they just did our last numbers like oh we added another three hundred thousand jobs right okay that's that is what they're saying and okay well are they actually Problem- are they actually new jobs or are they jobs people are getting back <laughs> I don't know. I, I would assume at this point it would be it would be new jobs. So we only because we know this was a an inflated number during and after just after COVID. Well, yeah, but what I what I'm I think by this point, if if the numbers are true, I think mm. at this point we would have returned back. The other issue is that while you add jobs, so basically meaning, I have said that we are hiring. Yeah. But people can apply and I don't have to hire them. Right. Um, This has been expressed on different, actually, TikTok posts as well as some Twitter posts were saying, like, yeah, everyone's hiring allegedly, but no one's offering jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get Um, that. I get that. And the reason why I bring it up at all is because we have seen several industries doing a lot of layoffs. So, specifically, tech industries were the ones that people took notice of the most. You had anything from Microsoft to Google. Well, Microsoft um, is an interesting one because they've, um, they've been let, there's rumors they're going to lay off their entire physical media wing mm-hmm. uh, for, like, Xbox, um, which I'd heard about for months now. And I, I'll be honest, I, most, I mean, I've got a Series S in my room. I barely play it. I prefer physical media. I prefer putting a cartridge into a switch. I the only time I'm really comfortable is playing on the Steam Deck or on my PC. But well, that's on that, Steam that's, anyway. a, that's a different problem entirely. Yeah. I, um, but then, if like, the lay- what I mean is, you mentioned 
layoffs with Microsoft, yeah. the physical media wing is a casualty of this because they're changing to be more uh, digital. And I don't really, I think that's a separate problem as well of controlling people's lives through digital media. Yeah. Which ties into the earlier stuff about nanny state enthusiasm, but through companies. Well, instead. yeah. But also, like, I, th- I think that plays into a larger problem with the, does, um, yes. the desires of, like, uh, companies like Ubisoft, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, God, mate. That's- you saw that article, too, where their headline yeah. was essentially, uh, get used to not owning your games. Yeah. No, I'm, I own my Assassin's Creed games on the PlayStation, and I own them on the Switch. I will never give up that freedom. Um, and on play, and my play, I really, I mean, I know the annoying thing I find with a lot of games now is only the physical media is not, it's not the only problem. You still have to then have access to download updates for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, the, the, the point really, you know, the Microsoft layoffs, the digital era is is changing the market. But that's the nature of um, employment changing. It happened during uh, during a vast industrial revolution when that started to die off and it became more. Um, more self, uh, more um, machine-based building. Right. It changed the market. Mining as well. That changed a lot as well. Uh, but when you didn't need as many people, layoffs happen. People, the market has to change every time. And this is going to be another one of those times. Hmm. Um. But what's what's really curious to me is that <laughs> okay, so economists are telling us that everything is good. Yeah. Um, investors are, you know, saying that oh, you know, we've, we're adding all these jobs. Uh, I'm reading an article right now that says that Dow closed up over 350 points. Um, yeah. That was posted 23 hours ago. So yeah. Um, Wall Street is expecting the U.S. economy to have added 176,500 jobs last month with unemployment right. rate rising to 3.8%. Um, but it says here, according to the new report by global outplacement firm Challenger, gray and Christmas layoffs in January increased by 136% from the month prior. In total, right. 82,307 workers were let go by U.S.-based employers in the first month of the year. So this is just January. Marking the highest number of January layoffs since 2009. So this is actually something Orla's point pointed out in the chat, in that you know e- uh, economies um, economies um, have been apparently growing, yet there's been an increase in, in destitution. Countries like ours um, are are some of the most wealthy in the world, but mm-hmm. that poverty is still growing as well. And that's because, and to be honest, fair, there's a point to that, but it's it's there's a point of you'll never cure the problems in your own backyard when you constantly seek to help everyone else as well. Um, mm. Which is why I've seen many accusations levied at likes of Biden of late, which we'll get to as well. Um, but mm. the um, where is it? It was another comment you've made, Order. Where is it? You've written a lot. You know what? I can't be asked. No, it's the um, uh, cost of living being affected as well. You can have the biggest one of the biggest economies, but if you're average shop's gone up by 70% as all of you referenced, then that extra money apparently in your pocket that the government's like to brag about or all these extra new jobs that have been created means sod all. Because mm-hmm. it's not helping you, the person who voted or may or have voted for these people who made these mistakes. And they won't admit their mistakes because they're too arrogant. Um, right. Um, 
But apparently that the financial sector saw more layoffs than any other industry with 23,000 workers laid off. That, that was makes followed sense. by a tech sector with almost 16,000. The, the finance production. one I get, though. The finance one I get. Because like in my country especially, banks are closing down. Well, um, yeah, they're closing physical locations. Yeah, uh, so that actually I get that. Um, that would harm... That would harm employment, and that's the nature of market changing as it becomes more digitized. Again, something I disagree with. Physical money is better than digital. <clears throat> I don't want to leave a trace. <laughs> I don't care for the trail. It's my money. I also well, don't. That. I don't like it also because banks um, in this country have actually closed people's accounts for what can be considered wrong thing, and I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I do I do take issue a bit with Orla's last comment, and it's just, um, you bear in mind, 50% the reason inflation is as high as it is is because companies are allowed to arbitrarily raise their prices for no reason because profit. Um, yes and no. Yes, I understand what you're saying, and I, I do recognize that that is a factor. I don't necessarily agree that we can just presume that that is the reason in which, or at least 50% of the reason why inflation is good, or as high as it is, especially given that we watched an, um, an injection of billions, billions of dollars, um, at least in America-wise, um, during COVID. The, the whole structure that we had put in place in order to actually, like, perform the duties of uh, what Trump had promised as well as Biden with uh, the, you know, the individual, like, uh, stimulus checks. That was unprecedented. Uh, and, I mean, the, the amount of money printing that we, we performed then is astronomical. And I don't think that we've gotten back into a position where we can really say that uh, we've recovered from from such you know uh, flagrant amounts of of printing money. Yeah, quantitizing. I don't care for that at all. We did it when Gordon Brown was prime minister as a way to get people to spend money, and they didn't. They put it under their mattresses. Uh, it caused mm -hmm. a crash. I, I take issue with uh, something similar with the COVID stuff because lots of businesses got bailouts, mm -hmm. but when it came to many. Claiming that money when they didn't need it, right? And or getting it wrongly and never paying it back. You know that Slipknot was one of the companies that got money. Yeah, they they the, the government wrote it all off though, and, and instead they're focusing their energy on lower income people who might have claimed a couple hundred pounds wrong. And I'm like, bitch, there are billions to claim back over there, and you'd rather chase somebody for a couple hundred pounds and then mm. find them into oblivion or put them in prison, which costs even more money. Get your priorities straight. Oh, oh! Don't even get me started on different tax law. I can go off on that for for quite some time. I I, I find it irritating because, to me, they have made it quite. They clearly aren't interested in getting back what the people are owed. Mm -hmm. It was like when we bailed Halifax out, the Royal Bank of Scotland. When we bailed mm -hmm. them out, we took ownership of part of it. Okay. That's what we had to do. We never got our money back. We should have. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to own a bank in the first place. We should have gotten our... We should, if you're going to buy back a public service, don't bail back bail out RBS, because they're Scottish anyway. It was their bloody fault in the first place. And it caused no. massive problems for the rest of us. Like, honestly. 
and a lot of what governments in my in this country especially they don't do anything to actually stimulate the economy or help the they make it seem like they are because they say oh we created these jobs you've not created any jobs at all you've changed the nature of the market so newer jobs have been created but older jobs that existed previously have been erased the, the current state of employment in this country hasn't really changed much and it's going to get worse anyway as the nature of it changes even further and if we go into a recession it'll get even worse Mm. It, and that that's the consequence of ele- and that's where election season becomes quite fascinating to me because you'll see them fluff themselves up but I'm watching people fluff themselves up with nothing mm. to back it up well yeah and 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 that that as well as the comment that Orla had just made I'm sorry I'm using you as an example but you're just there and you're making your your type you type well. Orla types a lot so it's fine well, that's. A, uh, I mean, they're making they're making valid and, and interesting comments. So, like, sorry, I'm singling you out, but you are being shamanated. What? No, I appreciate the engagement. Um, it we helps do. Do. the economy to look good when you have a lot of wealthy people. This is a, kind of along the same lines as the fluffing up that you're talking about. Is it's the same with the wealthy people? They're they're increasing their um, their wealth, personal wealth. Um, the problem is, is everyone else, right? I had this yeah. argument with somebody discussing um, taxes because they were they were the the typical leftist who was trying to argue for the the point of, um, and, you know, we need to put a uh, mandatory, you know, twenty five percent tax on billionaires, right? Oh and I'm god, like, I've seen that like the fifty percent one. No, you don't need billions of pounds, do you? Like, that's not and, the bloody like, point. And, and I asked them, I'm like. Actually, I'm I'm in favor of abolishing both income tax and capital gains tax. They come back at me saying, "Well, that you know, that's that's essentially wealth consolidation." I go, "No, it's not, because they're not paying income tax anyway. Their companies all get their write-offs because the based on political contributions or the amount reinvested in their business or charitable um, donations. In which most cases, they own those charities too." Yeah. Um, like those are your other side to the argument to say that oh well you know they 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 won't have you know x y or z about the whole situation like no yeah, it's no, it, no, okay, yeah. you you are you are you are, you are smoking something if you think that just because there is a tax yeah. that people pay specifically so- that tax. I saw a fascinating YouTube video talking We'd about. Pay it though. Um, yeah, I saw a fascinating YouTube video about Elon Musk uh, and his wealth. <clears throat> he is uh, considered the world's richest man. Um, he uh, apparently, uh, what he does to reduce his tax is he takes um, loans and dividends instead, mm-hmm. um, which yep. is exempt from a number of taxes. Yes, and I genuinely sit back and go, I don't actually care because he's not. It's not a salary, therefore I don't really give a shit, do I? Um, the capital gains thing, though, is a fascinating one because I remember last year talking to an individual on the phone about investing in a whiskey barrel, and mm-hmm. the guy pointed out to me, you need five, ten years, and it's actually exempt from capital gains tax. And I was like, you now have my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes. Let's talk See, some what, more. What, what's fascinating about how Elon does it is actually something that other people have talked about as well. The idea that you would essentially, you would never have um, actual funds, right? You never yeah. want liquid asset. And this is not financial advice. This is just what 
somebody has said in the past. I don't even know if they're a credible source, but it's an interesting conversation. Um, and the idea is you never want anything to be in liquid because your liquid asset will essentially be constantly deteriorating. You always wanted to have it in an asset. And that asset can be literally anything, um, whether it's a car, uh, a loan, a uh, piece of property. Those are the kinds of things that you want to always have um, investments in. And basically the argument was that if you do that, then A, until you sell the product, it's unrealized gains, right? Yeah, it's the unrealized potential thing, isn't it? Right. So that's not taxable because you haven't sold it. Therefore, there's no tax, there's no the gain to be made. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is um, your wealth will vary with the market. So let's just say I buy a car, and cars right now are very, very expensive. Um, even beaters, like old cars. Oh, yeah. Um, Lemon cars, yes. Mm-hmm. Ones that don't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cars are pricey. Um, and so, okay, cool. So I buy a car, and that car now is going to be worth... You know, let's just say things continue the way they are going now. Well, that means that by this time next year, uh, that car may be worth more and I have just made money. It's that kind of like the investment idea there is, I mean, it's very, it's very common, commonly yeah. understood. Yeah. I like the um, idea of the how some people are considered so wealthy yet not at the same time. I'm fascinated by that. Uh, I'm fascinated by it, especially the Elon Musk one, because you then realise he just gets by on loans and dividends. I think that's, I think it's kind of clever, because you don't have to pay tax on that. Um, yeah. And he can just... and it, He's he's moving, uh, I think, Tesla's physical head office now to Texas, isn't he? He did a vote mm -hmm. on it on Twitter, I saw. Um, mm -hmm. I, and I kind of get it, because... Well, I'm surprised it wasn't there anyway. Um, he's very active in the political space on Twitter. He was commenting on the uh, recent um, individual who assaulted some police officers and got off with nothing. Oh, yes. Um, thoughts? Um, I thought deportation, at, personally. Uh, I, at the very least, um, how about just arrest him and put him in jail? The guy got off with a a, a bail optional was the the condition but yeah. it was released the person was released yeah so you mean to tell me that what you are going to offer from a from a law enforcement perspective is you will allow uh other people uh other cops to be assaulted beaten in the street yep. by multiple people and the four people who were most at fault get let go. Okay. Uh, I actually heard MSNBC talking about this this morning. And the irony on this is, is, is really palpable. Because even Joe Scarborough, who is an absolute fucking bellend. Um, <laughs> Demonetized. Yes, well. Um, that's fine. Um actually was trying to make the argument that, well, of course, you know, with with what happened with 
Oh. George Floyd. Uh, well, of course, you know, something uh, related to uh, anti-cop sentiment, like that was going to happen, and, and, you know, that's expected. But even he was going, but what level does that go to? And mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, you know, that's a great question. At what level do we say, or do the Democrats look at each other and go, stop, mm-hmm. you're a psycho? Well, we, we can add to that. Uh, first of all, hello, Shady Lane and Thubar Freak. If I've missed anyone, do say hello again so we can uh, haze you. Um, we can include Aidan Mace uh, Zerovsky, the 24-year-old former legislative aide to the Democratic Senator Ben Cardin, who was who was fired after recording a sex act in a certain building. Yep, yep. yep, um, yep. Now, this was under investigation... Uh, by the Capitol Police, who have concluded their investigation and decided that he and his partner will not face any criminal charges. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Chalk another one up for uh, Democrats not wanting to actually enforce laws. I mean, this is all (laughs) the same thing. I assumed this was... uh, Now, this is my first thought. I assume the reason the Capitol Police decided to not um, address the fact that there is a likely violation of congressional policy uh, that they were worried about being accused of being homophobic. <laughs> it sounds cliche at this point. I I would hate the idea that that is the thing that makes people the most concerned. Oh, I can't prosecute the person who was caught having sex in a public location. There are decency laws, by the way. <clears throat> there are. Um, would you At like the very to... least, there's a fine in it, you know. So that's true. Related. Uh, hello, Bubbly Production. Um, I, I will read a statement from, from Aiden, if you'd like. Um, oh, please. This has been a difficult time for me, as I have been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. I... Mm, I'm not okay. done yet. While some of my mm-hmm. actions in the past have shown poor judgment... I love mm. my job and would never disrespect my workplace. <laughs> I assume what they did afterwards was uh, get a towel and wipe down all the surfaces. Uh, and any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated and I will explore what legal options are available to me in these matters. It feels like the um, I want to chew bubblegum and eat some ass and I'm all out of gum. <laughs> mm. Because that's all. It's it's Duke Nukem, but completely perverted. Oh no, no, I, I understand. <laughs> I, this is hilarious to me. You say uh, I I would not, I would never disrespect my workplace, bitch. You were boning in an office in a workplace. <laughs> How is that? Was it? Were you writing on a post-it? I love my job, perhaps. Because I could, I, I could. Love- my job. I could have sworn they were quite tightly and gripping a table. It <laughs> in the butthole. Taking out the chaff, mate. No, it's just I'm sorry, but you got fired, you you, you did had a video getting bummed, a boned, bummed, whatever. You you did the dirty and <laughs> you got found out. Surely, surely you should be facing uh charges for um well what Trump's mentioned and also Possible violations of congressional policy. At the very like, least. Oh my like, god. Like, fam, 
you were a congre- a, 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 like an a, aide. A, yeah, and a congressional staffer involved had access to the room. Like you, you and your partner screwed up. And hello, Zamizi, hook your bell. Um, and yes, they live. I've got that movie on my YouTube. It's funny. Um, yeah, I, I just know this is terrible. Um, but again, it's not a surprise. Why'd that be? Whatever. Um, yeah, I, I find this terrible that um, under... I, we've seen it under Trump as well. There were many things coming out that didn't make him look good or professional. You remember those? Some of it was, egre- oh, sure. kind, of, some of it was kind of pointless and egregious. But this is completely the wrong way. This is like a skew into the perverse area, right? Uh, yes, I would say so. And I and I don't mean to sound like Trump got accused on a regular of being unpresidential. Mm-hmm. Under under Biden's watch, this shit is happening. And this is the same president who has been quoted as saying, uh, "I've done all I can for the border." Oh yeah, and then says that uh, on di- uh, provide this legislation, and I will shut down the border right now. He called a um, called a mother who'd lost her um, who'd lost her son, I believe, in, in war of some kind, and he Ooh. said that he lost his son in a war, which isn't true. No, it's not. <laughs> no, his son died a few years later from cancer. Yeah, his wife knows that, by the way. Jill will constantly remind people the actual story. Yes, this was a phone call that was broadcast on telly. That he was that, that like, from the from the perspective of the mother receiving the call. Like mm-hmm. how how defective are you? I know right now we've got a chance that Trump might not even be allowed to stand later in the year, which we'll get to in a second because we're going to have to anyway. But fuck me, Biden is really testing it, especially when we had the staffer come out and say, or a, a an aide or a staffer say that. Uh, Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, have you pronounced her bloody name? Is is on the ballot, and there's a concern Vice about her president. Being, there we who? go. Uh, yes, uh, whoever. Um, there's a worry about them being on the ballot in the first place because they're mm-hmm. a bit a bit loose, um, canon wise, not any other way. Um, I was say what? <laughs> you know, I mean, I meant like unpredictable. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, and, then, like, and then you. I mean, I know the story of how she got her position, but Jesus. <laughs> it was all hushed up, you know. And uh, then you've it was got then def- you've got, certainly hushed. Well, yes, and then you've got the guy who uh, who has now been confirmed by the same guy to be less mentally capable uh, capable than he was when he started, and he wasn't. Very I do love mentally. James O'Keefe. <laughs> is that in the chat? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Is it in the chat? No, I said it. Oh, okay, I get that. Because I, I know where it came from. Oh, I'm glad you do. <laughs> I've yeah, been a little bit. I like that. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, I, I find it fascinating that you've you've seen. Um, oh, I've got an article actually. I've got some here. Where is it? that's Labour? Let's close those. Um, apparently, in your country right now, jobs are hot, and the economy is doing well. So mm-hmm. the brag was three hundred fifty-three thousand jobs, and your unemployment is three point seven percent. Hourly earnings grew by four point five percent, but. Uh, uh, sorry, including that um, the Bureau, Bureau of Economic Analysis I'll put on the screen announced a, a, a domestic product grow by 3.3%. So what's the complaint? And it's down here, uh, Biden, a CNN poll uh, shows Biden's approval at 37%. Oh, sorry, yeah, 37%, which is not too bad for a president seeking re-election. Not bad at all. Um, the numbers are considered fatal as he faces Trump. 
Now, not only do people disapprove of Biden's management of the economy, they think he's actively making it worse. This is from CNN, of all things. Mm-hmm. I, I find that quite, you know, and, and it's because the one thing that's really set him up for failure is he's, he's ditched Bidenomics. And you remember this, the Build Back Better plan? I do. He couldn't get it through. He couldn't get it through before the before Republicans took the House. Mm-hmm. That's how shit it was. He couldn't get the backing of his own sodding party to get it through. And then when the Republicans took took over the uh, the House, he was screwed. I well, and then, even uh, the article like really really spells it out. It's because Biden may say, and th- and this is the the disconnect from people up on high, right? And people who are living their normal lives, like you and I. Yeah. The people on high are probably doing really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I bet you they're doing perfectly fine. And all of their, you know, goings on is probably great. Um, they're probably, you know, being able to ride the investment, buy dips in the stock market, you know, look at, you know, their property is going up in value. And they're probably like, oh, this is not so bad. You know, I've got enough to, to go on and, and we're, we're doing fine. Yeah. Versus everybody else who is like, what do you mean? Like, I I get the same paycheck all the time. And what do you mean? It's not going as far anymore. I vaguely remember mentioning this comment a long time ago when I had said like, oh, yeah, people are realizing that their paychecks are not going as far anymore. It's, it's oddly enough, that is a recurring problem now, though, isn't it? Um, oh, it's yes. getting, it's oh, getting, and that's why I mentioned earlier bakeries reducing the size of the food they sell, but not upping the price. So you get mm. the same amount of food, but you don't at the same time. Uh, yeah, I believe they, they they have coined that shrinkflation, which yeah. is you know it's a bag of you know fucking whatever chips. Well, it was like... it was something as simple as a hundred and twenty gram bar of chocolates. Now we're down to a hundred. Right. That's very noticeable. But it's still the same price. Yes. Or it's gone down to 100 grams, and the price has gone up by 25%. So we originally a pound for a bar that size. Mm-hmm. Now it's 125, and you're getting 20 grams less. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know people don't like Nestle, but... Um, Galaxy's okay. I mean, but like uh, the, the best example I can give in, in American terms is, is actually a Crunch Bar, because... Those things used oh, to be crunch. a dollar. Used... Yeah. Yeah, I like crunch bars. They're like rice crisps in... Uh... Yeah, they're banging. I and also, if you buy the big ones, they you can break bits off and it's nice and blocky. I love it. Yes, I, I do, actually. It's like I know eating, exactly what you're talking about. It's like eating cereal. It's like it's like chocolate popcorn. Yeah, I, and without the kernels breaking my teeth, it's even better. Oh, yeah, and not nothing getting stuck in like the gums of your teeth, which is even worse. That is um, actually worse. You're quite right. I hate that. That is the absolute fucking. I'm too old for that shit. Too think. old for that shit. Anyway, um, but like that stuff, I used to be able to get like two for two dollars. Yeah. Uh, now it is two for three dollars. Sounds wait. Right. Hold on. How the how the fuck did we get here? The only time I'm willing to pay you know silly obscene amounts of money is when I'm buying bougie chocolate, as we spoke mm-hmm. of before I started streaming. Um. Before we started streaming, I was eating Hotel Chocolat. Uh, I've got it here actually in my rucksack because I've been taking a gig. It's um, Hotel Chocolat Amaretto Cream, um, mm. and it's um, exceedingly delicious, heart shaped. Because they're Valentine's Day ones, and I thought, no, I'm having them now. Um, 
and I mentioned it to uh, Trups, and his response was, sounds bougie. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> but I'm not going to pay that any other time. You know, I'm not going to... I I, I want to buy chopper. I, it's that thing of, I want things that serve a function. That is just a treat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other time. I don't want my standard chocolate to be bougie in cost. I don't expect bougie quality. I expect, you know, I expect... Quality, a certain quality with you know certain brands. Yeah, yeah. I expect the quality that I pay for. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay. I'm going to pay as much as I do for the bougie chocolate <laughs> for for a standard bar of chocolate. It's not. No, that's not how this works. Okay, but with the cost of living going up and everything skyrocketing, it's inevitable. And no, I don't. Somebody had mentioned the idea of having um, in uh, I can't remember which country it was. I put it in a video and I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it was, it was uh, the, the, the protesting one, the Sweet Mona Lisa one. The fruit, food uh, protesters, they want to have a uh, guaranteed uh, food um, allowance per month for every citizen in the country of 150 euros per month. Jesus and Christ. I thought, I thought on the face of the idea of that, you have essentially said, we're going to seize some form of means of production to be able to do this. To enforce. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But then you're basic, that sounds eerily like rations to me. And I don't want governments it, it, it to have is. that power. It totally I, is. I don't want governments to have that. I don't want them to have any power at all over the people. And that kind of power is dangerous. Because if you can control what kind of... I mean, if you give them 150 euros a month, yeah, or 150 dollars a month, or 150 pounds a month, in my house, per, per person, 150 pounds a month, yeah, that would feed every person's house because we each, as a citizen, get 150, right? That makes sense. Right. But I'll be honest, if cost of living goes up too much, it won't go very far at all. Would $150 feed you for a month, for example, based on your cost of living? 150 I can make it work. Yeah, I could a month easily because I, I, it's just me, yeah? I, I yeah. live I live on, like, well, once I get back into the shred of this month anyway, because I, I took last month off. I, I thought, it's too cold. I can't be arsed. I'll, I'll, I'll start sh- cutting in February. Uh, I'll I'll start on Monday. <laughs> no, I, I I can make a, I can make 150 work. Yes, but how would you get that? How would the government get that money in the first place? And that's where I know or it's not better yet. It. Or better yet. So okay, if if they're basically saying that your food right is something that the government is going to basically subsidize, does yeah. that mean that farmers no longer have an ins- like? control of their own farms well, that, so that, let's just say fresh produce yeah that's why farmers in france for example have been protesting so much because the government has made it impossible for them to get by and mm-hmm. that's why they're hurling literal like hoses of manure at police cars or dunking dumping should. manure in tax offices which i've got i put in videos i'm just like this is too funny it has to be inc- it's too funny you french idiots deserve this and i i don't to be able to afford such an idea is impossible we all know that. 150 per citizen, your country couldn't do it. Not no, that. definitely not. Mine can't do it. We're the biggest, some of the biggest economies in the world. We can't do it. 150 so, per citizen? Hold on. Let me, let me that's, do, that's, I'm going to do a little, bit of, a little bit of numbers real quick. Uh, I'll do one on my end just for a laugh. I'll, I'll base it on a rough idea. Yeah. Uh, let, let's, so you... So you're looking at the distribution of forty nine and a half billion dollars a month. As, you know, mine, mine. I'm going to say I can't remember if my population is 80, 80 million or seventy five. I'm going with seventy five because it's funnier. It's eleven point mm-hmm. two five billion mm-hmm. 
A month. A month. Like, bitch, I am not... A year? That's five... That's, that is, like, almost $600 billion a year. Mine, 134.4 billion a year. I'm not okay with that because in our economy, that's... Our economy is not as big as America's. And that's no. No, we can't. And I wouldn't want that either. Because don't forget here, then, if they also mandate what you can receive, they will mandate what you can use it on, food-wise. I mean, it should be used on food, of course, but they'll tell you what food you're allowed to have. And I... No, it's up to you. That's the point well, of freedom. Okay, so we have things like SNAP and EBT, which are essentially ways that the government tells you like how they want you to spend your money. Yeah. Um, and the terrible thing about it is that it doesn't cover things like fresh produce. It covers things like snack foods. Yeah. Um, and like stuff of that nature. It doesn't cover as much, you know, things that are healthy for you. Okay. Um, and that has been a lot of complaints from people who have ever been on EBT or, or snap benefits. Basically saying that, okay, well, I can't really do much with this because this, like, how do you expect people to have be live a healthier lifestyle when this is the things that you offer them? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, this is, but, by the uh, way, it, this is something that's getting, and as much as I've seen so many articles, and I've archived about a dozen articles for this, basically bigging up Biden's patient approach to the economy. I'm like, bitch, you get four years and you need to make change within the first two or you're fucked. Mm-hmm. This is not a patient approach. This is a guy who now has no idea what to do because his Build Back Better plan, we love alliteration, failed. And even if he got a second term, he still wouldn't be able to get that Build Back Better plan through. He knows this because he had enough people on his side that hated it and stood against it. It's just, it's it's an embarrassment. And this has gotten worse and worse over the years. So you can say it happened under Trump a little bit as well, but I would argue it's very different. What hurt mm-hmm. him the most was COVID. And not the fact right. that the Democrats were laughably de- impeaching him twice. True. But the, 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 the issue is now we're entering the election season all I'm seeing are articles fluffing Biden and ignoring the reality. And the reality, I've seen it from people uh, who are on my server. Uh, they complained they're American and they're complaining about the quality of how far their money goes and how they're struggling to get by. Pa- even something as simple as a dollar a month on Patreon uh, mm-hmm. is it, too much because of where things are going for them. And I get that. I want, I, I've always said that you, know, you put your life first. I've never, ever take issue with that. But if you, if, Fuck if you, you, I make it work. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I know that money could have been better spent on Dr Pepper or Knob Creek if you have any left. I don't, I don't drink all that much anymore. I'm very yeah, sorry to hear that. I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah. Your liver um, may find a new home, and it's okay. I have space. <laughs> for it. I have space. I have space for it. When it decides to pack up and leave you, I'm there. I'm here for it. That's funny. I've got you, bro. I'm talking to your liver on Mm-hmm. <laughs> Live vicariously no. through you. So, um, behind closed doors, it was alleged that Biden has referred to Donald Trump as a, and I'll quote this, a sick fuck. Yep. I now, saw that article too. Okay, good. Now, 
let's see here. Um, where uh, Mr. Biden appear, this last month appeared to come close to swearing in public about Trump when he gave a speech at the Valley Forge uh, to mark the third anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. Uh, at Donald Trump's rally, he jokes about an intruder whipped up by the big Trump lie, taking a hammer to Paul Pelosi's skull. And he thinks that's funny. What a sick fuck. Although, to be honest, I, I still find it quite funny that you've got a guy assaulting a police officer, right? He doesn't get mm-hmm. he doesn't get any charges. You have another guy who is accused of being violent in, in, in the Capitol when all he did was sit at a desk and he went to prison and spent a lot of time in solitary uh, called Mantar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. I know they're completely different, but it's still funny to me that one was actually very peaceful from what we now know compared to the other guy who assaulted a police officer and is lucky to not have a, a knee on the back of his neck. Yeah, shocker, right? Maybe we should test this system. That's cool. Anyway, yeah, so there was that. There was also uh, talk about South South Carolina, um, where it says, our, it, the article from the BBC is titled, Are Black Voters Losing Faith in Joe Biden? I'll put it on the screen for those who are interested on YouTube. Um, Probably. Yeah. It says, uh, a, um, it's basically a story, okay? But it comes from a New York Times and Siena College poll that found six key swing states. 71% of black votes were back Biden, which is down from 92%. And they're considered votes that Biden can't, aff- you know, he can't afford to lose. Mm-hmm. And the win over Trump was considered in part because of black voters, and not the fact that we saw, for example, in Nevada, a hundred plus thousand votes were illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no um, election fraud here, folks. We don't support that. Um, what do you, what do you think of the um, the poll? They're indicating a swing of twenty percent of voters going a different way. Because don't forget here. That in your in in the state of South Carolina, um, we, I don't know what the representation is um, racially, but very I can't. Black. It's very black. That's good to know, because if that's such a that's a huge amount of votes for then Trump to receive, as opposed mm-hmm. to a state that where um, uh, African Americans or Black Americans uh, would be a uh, minority in a state, and this twenty percent would be sod all. Um, I think that with what they're going to hope for, um, yeah. if if they are truly going to have a swing of uh, of that many, yeah, going towards um, going towards Trump, then they're going to. Um, I mean, South Carolina was not a place that they were going to lose anyway. No, no, they weren't. Uh, that that Trump was going to lose anyway. Um. But that does not necessarily mean that um, the opportunity for more black votes doesn't carry weight elsewhere. Um, So I I should point out, because I've got the census, um, in South Carolina, uh, it's a large African-American or black American percentage. It's 26.3% of the entire state population. That's quite a lot. Um, Mm 68.9%, so close to the magical number, is white alone. Um, But as you have pointed out in 2020, um, South Carolina's kind of safe. 
Was that North Carolina? Well, I don't know. South Carolina is very, very black. I'm going to quickly pull up the... Uh... It's also very white. It, just, it really yeah. depends on which city you're in. Oh, right. Sorry, my mistake. South Carolina voted... Um, they voted for uh, Trump in 2020. Biden yeah. wouldn't win the state anyway. I completely... No, not, uh, not even close. I the only place that I, I think went, went blue-ish was Charleston. But then I don't understand why this article even exists then, because... Why have you included South Carolina when, if Biden's represent well, carried him over the popular vote, but the popular vote means sod all? Because the same reason why they have argued in the past that we should abolish the Electoral College. Oh, I remember that when Trump won. I remember the little celebrities doing it? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah they, they want to get rid of it because they believe that the popular vote should, in fact, be the, the case because they believe that we live in a democracy when we don't. We live in a republic. I, I, that's what I remember saying because I didn't know what a republic was back then and then someone had told yeah. me and I was like okay well that's America then right and they're like yeah I remember this and it was so funny to me to see Robert Downey Jr or Mark Ruffalo whoever it was making these same arguments and I'm like but if you did it by popular fuckers. if you did it by popular vote you'd never see a republican president actually uh, if you did it by popular vote then every republican would have a reason to go out to the polls so a lot of Republicans don't vote in places like New York and California because their vote doesn't matter. Uh, that's the thing, though. We do, I don't Thank know you, whether... I, yes, true. Thing, I don't know um, enough, I guess, we wouldn't have certain until that happened. But I, I don't believe... I don't, I don't, I'm not as convinced that they'd be able to swing it. But it might get more people engaged in the political game for a time. It's, it's a, it'd be a very bad way of undermining the entire pantomime or show of your politics i think mm-hmm. well i mean absolutely it still is a show if nothing else it still is absolutely like <laughs> it's it's very dynamic it is fake <laughs> i mean it is kind of fake it's very like, WWE, the, isn't it I, yeah totally like it's, it's, there it's, is a script it's very minimalist this year it's very very feng shui it, it's it's very like everything all the chakras are gonna be in the right place for biden to actually do something I don't. They don't even believe that. With I, the with the release of Joe, uh, James O'Keefe's video, even staffers oh, in the White mate, House don't believe the it. The O'Keefe video is so funny, though. I I so badly want to see him debate. I I, I would have watched him debate Vivek. Okay, I'd have watched him debate Chris Christie. I'd watch him debate Nikki Haley just to watch her try and inflate her own sense of importance. Mm-hmm. I I want to see these. But I doubt we're going to see more than one debate, and it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Trump's going to annihilate him. He's going to look like a really sad grandpa that needs to go to a care home. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Like it was last time, which baffled us. I've never seen Guy look so pathetic in my life. He's terrible, honestly. And and the more you razzle him up, the the le- the less his brain works. True, uh, and that's a point, Orla. You mentioned low voter turnout. In 2016, the voter turnout was uh, just over 54 55% or something. It was one of the worst for the U.S. elections, uh, Mm -hmm. whereas the last one was the biggest and greatest in its entire existence, which is a load of bollocks, especially as more's come out with more votes being proven to be illegal. Um, That's not helping. Questionable. Well, yes, it certainly doesn't help the situation at all, does it? Especially when you're in a state like Nevada... <clears throat> that voted blue, but if votes are compromised, then the system's compromised. It's tricky. We've run out of oh, time yes, as well, I just realised. I'm so sorry. Yes. 
That's all um, right. Okay. Um, are we here next week, Trumps? I think we will be, yes. Okay. Well, we'll keep you posted, folks. Uh, this will be on Rumble and Spotify tomorrow as I'm going to be working on videos. I can do it then. Thank you all very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. If you did enjoy us rambling and not actually getting to some of the topics we were going to, like Ilhan Omar and Trump perhaps not being allowed to, or maybe being found guilty of um, that insurrection stuff, or perhaps even the uh, accusations that Taylor Swift, or plot, uh, uh, because Trump supporters are accusing her of plotting to rig the Super Bowl and the election. Yes, that's a thing. Uh, it's an article from one outlet at least. Uh, guess which one I know the independent um, we'll, we'll see you all next week uh, smash the like and uh, we'll see you then say goodnight trups goodnight trups goodnight trups ending in three two one